Post-incriminations happen to a lot of people in the real world. People get accused for a wrongdoing that is untrue. False incriminations usually happen in a case where there is no supporting evidence to determine whether a person is innocent or not. To me, this is very wrong to have a person who could truly be innocent but charged guilty for a crime and walked away and have their life ruined all because of a false claim. This also relates to Adnan's case because Jay was giving false claims that was used as evidence to the court against Adnan that are untrue because they had no good evidence to use and wanted him to look guilty. I feel like Adnan was treated unfairly in the courtroom and deserves a retrial. If he was guilty, I don't think this would many years later, he'd still be asking for a retrial. I believe he's innocent and deserves another chance to defend himself. I believe that false incriminations take people's lives away and have a huge impact on their families. This relates to Adnan's case because in his case, one of the biggest unproven statements was Jay's entire story given to the cops because there were so many things and facts that go against Jay's story. For example, the payphone at Best Buy. Oh wait, there isn't one. To me, I think that this means that Adnan needs a retrial and hopefully this time he will be free. The final and one of the biggest main points of the story was that a friend named Summer claims she was talking to Hay after school between 2.30 and 2.45. Plus, there were so many other people like her classmates and friends that saw her that day after school. Not to mention that the Best Buy is quite a ways from Woodlawn High School, which shows that there is no way that she was dead by the time that Jay claimed he received that phone call from Adnan. So basically, to make a long story short, this is what Jay tells to the police. Hay breaks up with Adnan in December of 1998 and gets a new boyfriend who's older. He's about 20 at the time and his name is Don. He feels heartbroken and betrayed and tells Jay he's going to kill her. Jay didn't think much of it. Surely he didn't mean it, right? The day she disappears, Adnan gives his phone and his car to Jay because he was going to call him from a payphone and tell Jay to pick him up. He plans to tell Hay his car broke down and he needs a ride to get into her car. Hay's friends also recall this happening, but Hay told him no because she needed to pick up her little cousin from kindergarten. Somehow they end up in the Best Buy parking lot together where Adnan strangles her to death with his bare hands. He calls Jay from this payphone and he shows up. He pops the trunk and shows Jay Hay's body, pretzeled up and blue lit in the trunk of her own car. Some time passes by, they smoke a blunt or two, and they decide to bury her in Lincoln Park. Again, this is coming from a person who probably smokes pot every day. Can he really remember what actually happened? One of the main points in Jay's story was when he saw Hay in the back of her car, he stated that her lips were blue. I tell you this because according to Metro, it takes two to six hours for someone's lips to turn blue after they are murdered, which seems weird to me because he says that he got the call from Adnan at 2.36, that Hay was dead in the back of her car and that he would mean that she would have to have been there for two to six hours because her lips were blue. So how were her lips blue if she had not been dead that long when Jay claims he saw her? Things aren't lining up here. If her friends saw her after school around 2.30 to 2.45 and Jay got the phone call at 2.36, then how in the world did she get to the Best Buy parking lot and killed that fast?
Adnan Syed deserves a retrial because of the false incriminations in the courtroom. Our first piece of evidence for why he is not guilty is there is no actual physical evidence that they found that points to Adnan or connects him to the case. The only thing that was there was a map in the back seat of Hayes' car with Adnan's fingerprint on it. But that was to be expected. Adnan was Hayes' boyfriend at one time. He would have been in the car with her at some point, which makes this an unproven piece of evidence because you cannot prove when the fingerprint was on that map. It could have been there for years. One of the main points of the story was that Adnan called Jay on a payphone to tell him to come pick him up because he had just killed Hay in the Best Buy parking lot. But get this, there is no payphone at Best Buy, which means that there is no way that Adnan could have contacted Jay in the Best Buy parking lot, which proves that Jay was a faulty witness to the prosecution. As stated by Sarah Koenig, the writer of the podcast serial about Adnan Syed, weirdly, we have not been able to confirm its existence. The Best Buy employees I talked to did not remember a payphone back then. We spoke to the landlord at the time and to the property manager. They had no record of a payphone. They dug up a photo of the store from 2001, no phone booth or payphone. Though lots of public funds did come down between 1999 and 2001, they looked at the blueprints of the store when it was built in 1995. Nothing. The manager also said there is no record of a service agreement between Best Buy and any payphone company back at that store. So did they really get a call from Adnan that day in the Best Buy parking lot? And I'm Aurora, and I'll be guiding you through this story. First, here's a little bit about Adnan. Adnan Syed was a senior at Woodlawn High School. He was on the football team and ran on the track team. He was an honor roll student and an ENT. As stated by the New York Times, he was, by most accounts, a happy, charismatic young man who got excellent grades. He occasionally led prayers at the mosque. He is from a Pakistani Muslim family. Like most teenagers, he also snuck around smoking, drinking, and having sex. And I'm going to tell you a little about Heyman Lee. Heyman Lee was the victim of a brutal murder in 1999. She was ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend of Adnan. Hay was a senior at Woodland High School. She was a very smart girl, as stated by the New York Times. She played lacrosse in field hockey and was described by a teacher as one of those rare people you meet in life who is always happy, always joyful, and full of love. She was a very lovable, kind, and very responsible person. She disappeared on January 13, 1999. As stated by Inside Edition on January 13, 1999, Hay was supposed to pick up a cousin after school. When she didn't show, her family called the police. Her body was later found in a shallow grave in Lincoln Park on February 9th. Later that month, Adnan was arrested at his house in the middle of the night and charged with kidnapping. First degree murder, he was sentenced to life plus 30 years in prison. He has not returned home since. I'm going to tell you a little bit about a very important person in this case. His name is Jay Wilds. Jay was a year older than Adnan, and hey, he was very uh, he was a very, let's say, sketchy dude. He was the town's biggest drug dealer. He and Adnan smoked together quite often. I guess you could consider them acquaintances of some sort. Jay, Jay's story that he gave to the police was the one that broke the case wide open and started to point fingers at Adnan. 
And here is Jay's story. It starts on January 13th, 1999 during school. Jay and Ednan went to the mall to get a birthday present for Jay's girlfriend. And Ednan left his car with Jay and went back to school. And the story continues as stated by Inside Edition. Jay said Adnan had been angry that Hay left him and talked about wanting to kill her. Then on January 13th, Jay said Adnan skipped the last period at school and they were hanging out in Adnan's car. Adnan lent Jay his car for the afternoon and they parted ways. When Adnan later called Jay to pick him up, Jay said that Adnan claimed to have strangled Hay. Adnan showed him her body in the trunk of her car, Jay said. Adnan asked Jay to help him bury the body. Jay agreed, he said, and the two buried Hayes' body in, in Lincoln Park. Jay also told the police where Hayes' car was left. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, the fact that Jay knew exactly where the car was seems a little fishy to me. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm from a small town in Kentucky. Me and my friends, Johanna and Laura, are here to tell our version of how we feel after hearing information on Adnan Syed's case. In this episode of Someone Knows Something, we will be talking about information on a 17-year-old boy, Adnan Syed, who was charged with life plus 30 years for the murder of his ex-girlfriend and how the court gave him an unfair trial. We'll explain to you why we think Adnan Syed deserves a retrial. My name is Johanna, and I'm here to help out Kaylee and Aurora tell the story of a 17-year-old high schooler, Adnan Syed, who was charged with the murder of his ex-girlfriend, Heyman Lee, plus how his friend Jay apparently helped him out with the murder and why we know that the case was botched because of the false incriminations in the courtroom. Imagine the perfect video store. It would have a great selection, right? Right, over 10,000 videos, three evening rentals, so no rush, no hassle, fast checkout, 24-hour quick drop return, open late every night. Well, the perfect video store. Welcome to Los 